Could you play Panic Zone for me? NWA. Says no one. Okay. Thank you, Andy. Can you play my friend Cy Smith? <laughs> I didn't know we could take requests. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what is this, uh, 80, hold on. Oh, I love this song. Let's see if I can guess the year on this. Oh, Dre. It's got to be 86 to 88, somewhere around there. I almost want to say he's using a Roland drum, drum kit. 86, 87, 87, yeah, yeah, I can tell, I can tell, the production I can tell, the style of the music I can tell, this is when everybody had jerry curls or the afros or we had braids, gangs were kind of real big here in LA during this time, the uh, Crips were kind of big here in LA, um, what else was going on in LA during this time? Cholos. I can say cholos because yeah. cholos were a real thing. Yeah, cholos. Cholos were really all about listening to like this type of music. You know, I, there, there really was never a, an issue with black and brown back in the day. Wasn't yeah, there? I. The only the only issue I ever heard about was that was Grape Street and 18th Street. You didn't kind of mess with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But I never really met anybody from Grape Street or 18th Street, and all the all the Latino gangbangers I never met. I never really got pressed by any. They were always. I'm going to tell you, I think it's because you're light color. I had a friend named Carter that lived in this general area, and I needed a ride from him. He drove all the way from Inglewood to La Puente to to really save me and a friend. I invited yeah. a trans friend to like this quote-unquote cholo party, and they figured out that it was a trans. Oh, and it was a not bad... In, not in the 80s. In the 80s, it was oh, really, really bad. And no. I called Carter to please pick me up. And there was a lot of... There was no shooting or anything like that, but there was some was words back to back to back. But nobody, you know, they just talked yeah, you got to understand that those people who are in the gangs let's just peel back a, la- a layer from the gang uh, what you notice all those people in the in, that are in those gangs have confidence uh, they have ego issues they have um emotional issues that's why they're in the gang mm-hmm. you know they're in the gang because together they feel stronger you know anybody who feels strong on their own is doesn't need a gang to kind of be a part of so instead of like like who cares if uh, a transgendered individual comes to a party and kicks it? Like, what does that say about you? But, that's, but what's happening is that the transgender at the party is saying two things. Number one, I'm supposed to hate this gay person, but they don't even know why. Yeah. Because societal standards. And on top of that, associating with this is going to make me look like a punk. I don't want that. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying? Like... Let me, like, show my dominance over this weak individual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's there's a lot of emotional issues going at play with, with the gang life. Because, you know, there was an issue. Uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, I kind of lost a little, I still love Dr. Umar Johnson, but just a little bit of respect. He went on Tammy Mack's show, the Fox, uh, the, the, the business of being black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And she, I don't know what they were talking about, but they had a transgender person on the panel and he called her a black beautiful queen, which is he does it to all black women. And he didn't know that she was transgendered. And he got mad because he felt that they set him up by putting him on a show with a transgender. And I'm like, well, whose business is it to tell you that someone's transgendered or not? And why are you so um, 
rocked by the fact that you call a transgender individual a beautiful black queen to where you have to make an issue out of it. Mm-hmm. What's, are, are you not that secure in yourself to where you can't call somebody a beautiful black queen? Yeah. And you feel like that's a reflection upon you. Like, how does you calling a transgendered woman who looks like a woman who I, you know, you probably wouldn't know. I couldn't play spot the transgender and figure it out. It looked like a woman. Um, what's the problem with that? Are you dating? Are you are you are you dating a transgendered? Or are you do you feel some type of way about the community? Like, what what's the problem here? Yeah. You know, and that's an issue. And he calls himself an alpha male. And. I, I, you know, I, Dr. Umar, I don't think is an alpha male. See, alpha male gets things done, or what we think is an alpha male. Dr. Umar hasn't done anything mm-hmm. but run his mouth. <laughs> Listen, and he's got another top. He's got he's he's trending right now for some other BS. He was well, talking he was about. on Charlemagne's. You know, oh, I, I don't think alpha men are monogamous. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna have two well, queens. How old oh, are you, sir? And you've wow. never been married. <laughs> Well, I, you I, can't get one queen. So let's 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 take that. Let's talk about he it. He looks at himself because of his aggression and the way he carries no. himself and his his stout love for black women as an alpha male. But he's not an alpha male. I he's think not. a lot of men think they're alpha males and deserve two queens. There's and no not such. Alpha males. For first of all, every man. Okay, so let's look at this. There's no such thing as alpha and beta and all this other stuff. There are personality types, yes, but there's no such thing as alpha male. That's number one. Number two. Um, I don't think human beings were meant to be monogamous. I think that's something that we have created throughout our history of civility. Men and women, or are you just saying men? Um, maybe both. I don't. Maybe I don't both. know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I disagree with that. I mean, I think women yeah. are women are starting slowly starting to. I'm starting to see more women vocalize polyamory because it suits their lives a little bit better. No, I disagree. For for whatever reason, I don't know. But I think that the, the, the I, I mean, if you go back biblically, I mean, men had multiple wives. They did. You're Even right. in Africa, men have can have multiple wives. But the I women mean, didn't. So you can't say people. If You, you well, can no. say men. You well, can well, say men weren't set up to be. No, I'm, what I'm saying, women monogamous. are, this is something new that women are coming out. And not, not all women. But this is something new where I'm seeing a lot more women in relationships that are not uh, closed, that are open. You have your one guy that you guys are tied to, but if you want to go experience other people, you can do that. I think that that's just because women are like, well, let's just make it fair. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I don't think. If we're not both in this just to be in it with each other, because this is what men will do. Let me see if I can find Men will step into the situation and be like, oh, I, I, I want a threesome. I want, mul- I think we should have multiple women's. I want to do this. Oh, so you get all your needs and fantasies met. Well, what about mine? And you know what, Shantae? What's interesting is there are some women that will meet those needs for their men because they don't want to lose the men. And it might, like when you're talking about polyamorous, I'm wondering how many of these women really, really, truly want to be in those relationships. Listen, are they doing it for their men? I have watched an interview with a couple that are now, with these three people, they're now polyamorous, but it didn't start that way. Yeah. It started with the man cheating right. on his wife of 20-something years and the woman not wanting to lose her man, mm-hmm. being like, all right, but it's so, in the beginning of that polyamorous relationship, right. there, was so much tum- there was so much turmoil right. because there's jealousy, but like they did it to just hang on to this one guy no, yeah. no, thank you. Right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It no, works no. for some, you. and it doesn't work for all. Just because I don't want to lose the man, and then pe- people are now spouting. They're like, "Oh, well, in the next twenty years, 
there won't be enough black men mm-hmm. to go around for there to even be uh, monogamous relationships. Yeah. They they are saying that if you want a black man, you are going to have to share him in the next twenty years. Wow! I don't know about that. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the research on that. Would love to see the research on that. Um, Y'all are a dying breed. Okay, <laughs> that's true. I'm with that. I'm, Very I'm, true. I listen. I don't think that we were set up this way. I think. I think that, they don't want to be set up that no, way. I think that we we work to conform i think there are things inherent in us that want to procreate with a lot of women that we see i don't know what that what that feeling is and i don't you're asking me not to feel something that i feel my love for you ignores those feelings and uh, keeps me focused upon you my respect for you keeps me focused upon you you know saying in, in regards to a man in a relationship but those feelings are inside of us. And that's the difference between men and, and women. No, mm-hmm. oh. that's the difference between men and animals. Well, I think we're because all the same. Because we have minds for discernment. We can respect. We can do all that. That's because Dr. Umar was trying to compare it to the animal kingdom. They always bring up the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Nobody and no male in the animal kingdom is monogamous. Oh, hello. Hey, girl. <laughs> so, no, man. So, hold on. I, I told my girlfriend that I would, uh, mm. if she has a bone or anything to pick, I can, uh, my girlfriend Tamara. Hey, girl. Well, for, look at a way for her to connect. I don't even know. I don't know if we can connect. But, yeah. So, so Dr. You, you guys are always trying to compare yourself. I'm just going to finish my yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah. You guys are always trying to compare to the animal kingdom. But the reason why animals don't rule the planet is because of our minds. Oh, hold on. Hello. All right. Hold on. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on. We're in the middle of a conversation. Hold on. Hey, hey. Can you hear me? She can't hear. Can you hear me? We have to talk about how much you want to pair up with somebody else. She can't hear. Can you hear me? She can't hear anything we're saying. No. Can you hear anything? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? No, you can't. Oh, she can't hear. Call her. Hang up and call her back. Okay. Can you hear me? No? Can you hear you can't hear anything? I can't hear you. Oh. Hang up and call back. No, she can't hear anything. Um So the, but, but back to, Oh god. Let's see here. Hold on, let's see if we can hear now. You know, listen. Yeah. Young elephants also have to eat their parents' poop because they don't have to, <laughs> you know, we're not animals, guys. Yeah. Let's stop comparing ourselves True. you know, friggin' uh, apes pick mites out of each other. Like, we're not animals. There's a reason right, why you, animals do what they do. Hello, can you hear us can, now? Can you hear us now? I can't hear you. Oh. You still can't hear? Hold on. You Make sure your thing your, is your, your, plugged up. Your Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Wi-Fi. Maybe there's a routing issue here. Let me see. With the routing issue, can not you still can't hear? Can you hear now? We don't. Somebody said we don't rule the world. Plants and animals do. We just live in it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Javier. Okay. Is it is, is it Xavier? Is it Xavier or I think, Javier? I think All right. Can, it's Xavier. can you can you hear now? Xavier. Can you hear now? No. All right. It's not. I don't, I don't think she liked what you were talking about. She doesn't like anything I talk about. <laughs> Well, well, she internalizes a lot of the conversations that we have in general. This is not about me or anybody else, but to herself. And we're just having a conversation. Oh, am I buzzing? I know I'm buzzing in the streets, man. I know. 
I know that. I'm hot in these streets. All right, let me let listen. Let's continue this conversation because people obviously want to time it, chime in on it. Um, yeah. Let's get her on the phone in the and break. And we'll, we'll work on her during the break. Is that is it bus stop? Okay, so maybe the, maybe the connection on this thing was bad. Um, we'll get to Ken Quamel. Hang on the line. I'll see if I can reconnect with the with the girlfriend here, Tamara. And we'll have a big conversation here today because, uh, Shantae, you, you sent something to me. I want to address that, too, last night because of, of things we were having on the air. And this is all about trying to conflict uh, have con- some conflict resolution in relationships here. i'm on girlfriend's side the, uh, the level of pissivity i have today <laughs> i'm on her side today <laughs> you have fallopian tubes everybody who has fallopian tubes is on her side Listen, okay all right and everybody who has uh you know testicles is on my side um, yeah. you know, what what is it that that you were on her side well, about about what hang, he said well, hold on hang on the line hang on the line. when we get to the break we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back and we'll finish this off it's kbla talk for today. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where truth prevails. The tricky station is down the dial. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. Ah, looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Check it out. All right. Um, so... We're back live on the air. We've got everybody in conversation. Um, uh, okay, you. Uh, I don't know if I should bring the girlfriend up. You think I should or not? <laughs> He's still talking. I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to have a conversation with girlfriend. You Can have, she hear us? She, she, no, she's still talking. Can she hear us? Can Can, can you hear us? Okay, hold on. I'm going to raise you up. Stop talking for a second, okay? All right. All right, hold on. I'm going to raise your volume up so people can hear you, and we can all hear you at the same time, too. All right. So we were talking about men in general, and um, I personally, yes, I do believe that we are not meant to be monogamous as men. All right? And I said what keeps us monogamous is our love and respect for our partner. That's what keeps us monogamous in this current society. But if you were to ask me about primalness and and how we were made and how we're formed and where i believe we're i believe we're animals i believe that in there otherwise the desire inside of me would not be there you know what i'm saying like there's a desire in men to be attracted to a lot of women and our our respect and love and admiration for our families and our girlfriends and our wives and our fiancés is what keeps us tuned in and locked into our relationship but that desire doesn't doesn't necessarily go away, you know. Nor is it even at front of front of line. It's just there. 
You know, is that does that make sense? Why is it so different for women though? Because we're wired because I don't, differently. I don't feel like because that. because women I, are respectful. I just because I can this see man a nice does not looking... have respect for me in the way that I have respect for him. I think I think I think this. Goes no, no, back... no, 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 no. You know how you know how it is oh, when we no. have sex, and you, you, you know how listen, it is you, you when, have, we, you have when to... we pair up, hey, and you... you know how it feels when Baby. I you you know I enjoy Tamara, sex. Tamara, you yeah, know Tamara, you know I like sex. Tamara, you have to but you have to leave I room you more than I respect you ha- my sexual prowess. All right, you have to leave room for a conversation if we're going to be on the air talking. About well, this. then it's going to be my turn. When's my turn, baby? I will give you. Your, it's it's a give and take. It's not a. <laughs> you dom- already said it. I heard it. It's a give and take. It's not. It's not a domination. I honestly think that I'm more sexual than you are. Okay. You hear? Are you keep interrupting me? <laughs> it's a give and take. It is not a domination of the conversation. This goes not just for you, for everybody in there. This conversation, you got to leave room for people's opinions, and you have to respect them. Okay, that's the that those are the rules of the conversation. All right. Well, tell me when it's and my turn. I, I will tell you when it's your turn. When it comes, women are wired differently than men are. No, I know what I'm wired like. You don't have to tell me how I'm wired. I didn't say it was your turn yet, did I? But you don't have to tell me how I'm wired. I know how I work. I've been camera okay. for 43 okay. years. I didn't say it was your turn to talk. And if you keep interrupting, I'm going to end the conversation. Okay. I love you. And I'm going to end it with love. But you well, have pretend to pretend I'm Melrose and Larry Green. I don't know what to say. It's hard to have a conversation with her Did, sometimes because she. Is she still on the line? No, I don't know. Done. You're not going to interrupt and hijack the show. If you there, this is an exchange of ideas. This is not a domination of conversation on anyone's part, and that, and and that's disrespectful to the show. All right, this is not about I want to uh, you know spill all my feelings out on the air and because I feel some type of way right now. There are other people in the room with different upbringings, different ideals, different views of life, and you have to leave room for those people to breathe. And if you can't do that, then I'm going to hang up on not just not just you, but everybody. All right. So back to the conversation that you were, you were, we, were we were having. I don't know. I don't know if Dr. Umar is a alpha male. I, you know, I, I think he's looking at how we used to be in Africa back in the day. No man should have multiple wives if he can't take care of them. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's number one. It's hard to take care of one woman and some kids, let alone having two, three, and four. That is the first thing uh, right there. So if you can't do that, there's no way you should be looking at uh, other women. Yeah. So if a woman could financially take care of her man, multiple men, and say, look, I can take care of all y'all. Come rock with me. <laughs> this is the harem opposite um, you think that's cool? Well, if the guy, well, if you if, if you're going into the relationship like that, and that's, those are the rules that we start, and this is if you want to be with me, yeah, you have that right to sit there and I'm say see, that. I'm gonna decide who I want to pick D from every day. But most women, <laughs> most most, not you today. Give me the big one today. <laughs> I think I, I just need mediocre today. I, you, you're for the cuddles. I think you're relegating. <laughs> so now you're relegating a polyamorous relationship down to sex. And I think there's a piece of that that you're missing. The polyamorous relationship is not rooted in sex. <laughs> it's rooted in multiple people with different experiences. Oh you're looking at it as purely a sexual object. I think men look at it that way. And that's why they fail. No, because I think... they go into it being like, yo, 
I could have two. No. And then they get no. into it, and I'm like, and now you have two of us. No, men. Now go- you got two of us interrupting you. No. <laughs> men go into it looking at that I've got two different women that are providing me two different things, two different experiences, two different energies, two different sex lives, two different uh, intellect conversations. I've got a variety that's different. I think that I think that's what you're missing when it comes to plurality. I think what men miss is that they have a difficult time being everything to one woman Absolutely. and providing all the things that one woman needs, let alone trying to bring a whole nother woman. You don't give me everything I need. And I just I just sat there and said, if you cannot and Take I'm not care. talking about just financially. Not just about taking care no, of no, me. No, no, no. I'm talking care about emotionally, taking, taking physically. Care of you. I better be worn out down there and not wanting any more. Like, please, somebody else well, come get this off my hands. Once again, <laughs> stop relegating. Please, give me, get this man away from relegating, me making him talk about my feelings too much. Stop relegating <laughs> plurality to sex because that's not what it's all about. First of all, a woman who wants to live a plural lifestyle, there's rules to that. I'm not going to bring, let, let's say I'm doing the plural lifestyle, right? And this is just, and you can talk to Brother Polite and all these other people. Yeah. I'm not going to bring another woman into the relationship without your agreement on it, number one, because we're doing this together. This is not about me going out and having a side girlfriend. We're, we're creating a family together. Now, why, there are biblical reasons why some, like Nick Cannon, is a perfect example of how he has all these girlfriends and they're all having kids and pregnant. There are biblical issues where people feel like they want to create a tribe and a nation, and that's why they want to spread their seed around. That's one thing. So it's it's bigger than sex. I think you're looking at it in just a, I get to have sex with two different women. I am not. So you, don't, don't you, do the man thing. That's what you just said, thing. though. You just relegated it to sex. No, I said men go into it with the sexual fantasy in their mind. They aren't really thinking about it's like, listen, I've had this conversation with my husband before, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, well, we can." I have would three. like to talk. Can I talk to your husband? Yeah, what we can have him? three. I would like to talk to we him can too. have we could have three incomes. That means we still got to split it between three people. Then we have three opinions. Let me tell you, I was married before. Yeah. Deciding where to go on vacation, when we can go, how we can go with two people is difficult enough. Mm. But he had an ex-wife, mm-hmm. and then we had to figure out. Whether she was okay with us doing, listen. There's structure, but there's also listen, there's also structure inside the plural relationship. Now we have three opinions, and you're right. There are going to be two different women with two different opinions, with two different things. I don't want to have to talk to another woman about what I want to do. It's then, enough trying then, to get my husband on board. Then plurality is not for you. Then no, it is it's not. not. It's Absolutely. not for you because the people who want plurality, they want it and they accept it and they deal with the lifestyle. It's not for you. No. It's definitely not, and you should not be in it because no, you don't want it. Absolutely, Ken, and I'm not saying that you should be. I'm just saying it's not for you. Ken Kwame, we'll get to you when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580, the station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. Oh, they told you about polyamory and... Well, not polyamory. They explained to me... They were explaining to me why it is very rare in their country. See, we think over in the Middle East, everybody got multiple wives, and it's like, oh, they they can have multiple wives. It is very rare that you see a man over there with multiple wives because of what the, the checklist 
it's a that lot. you have to bring in order to get that second wife. It's a structure. There's structure I in mean, the relationship. I mean, but that checklist from it's that first wife is like, build me a home from scratch. It's a lot. I need to be making this. I need to always be able to do this, 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 this. And then if you can master all of these yes. things, then maybe we'll Absolutely. have a conversation about you getting a second wife. Only did they tell me the only reason why they ended up in a... Um, Oh, I got to calm my voice down. <laughs> they ended up, there, there was one situation that they saw where someone took another wife, and it was because their first wife was barren. Oh. oh and she good. couldn't have any kids, and she wanted a big family. She wanted kids, and all the kids called her mom, too. Yeah, I think there, there are many issues to it. Um, but let's get back to the, the conversation that we were having as far as, and, and, and then we'll move on to the text message you sent me also. The, the the conversation of plurality, um, I don't think it's for everybody. I think that they, men would like to have multiple women, but we also recognize what comes with that, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was just a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Could you imagine two of me, Don? No. Oh my <laughs> I God. imagine. I don't know how your husband deals just with, with the it. One I, of oh, me. my God. You know what I'm saying? Like... So like a quiet time where everything shuts off, even your mouth at like a certain time in the house? Is when I'm it... giving that good, good. Oh. <laughs> I'm real quiet then. Yeah, so I, like, I'm not saying it's, it's an acquired taste, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but there is something inherent in, uh, I think, all men. I think all men, any man who says that uh, we don't get, um, our interest is not peaked at a beautiful individual is lying to you. You know what I'm saying? But our for the respect that we have for our partners and the love that we have for our partners and then also the relationship that we have for our partners. You know, when 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 you compare the woman that you're with to, to the fantasy out there. Yeah. Like the woman that I'm with, I know that she does certain things. She's an amazing mother. I know she cooks amazingly. Um, she treats me good. You know, um, we, we, we can have great conversations. We can talk. There's so much stuff. And why would I want to give that up for someone who I don't even know, who just kind of piques my visual interest? And you're right. I'm telling you that in the beginning, I'm I'm like you, where in the beginning, I'm not easy to deal with. Mm-hmm. I have turned into my boyfriend's fantasy, um, and that was good to hear because, um, but that that was years of a lot of heartache. Mm-hmm. But I turned. I mean that that pornography and all the Asian porn and all the stuff like that bothered me big time. But um, what bothered him more than anything was my mouth and blah, 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 blah. And I had to calm down a little. And I'm not saying that you have a big mouth. I'm not saying that at all. But my mouth was really yeah, intense. Yeah, and buck and ready to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I ended up, you know, calming down. And I think, too, therapy really, really helped me kind of, I think, op- definitely opened his eyes. Because he was the type of guy. And I was one of the, this type of girl who was at least open to it until I got to see what it was about. I looked at that swinger club crap. That was not me. And I also was open to allowing him to, you know, explore. And that's when I decided, you better do that on your own because I love myself more than to have to sit here and change and do all this nonsense you for you. And you should, listen, you should never compromise who you are yeah. as an individual for someone else. And I wouldn't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this goes for anybody. You you never need to compromise who you are. Now, can you evolve with a person? I think that is good. And that's what happens. If we can have communication yeah. and healthy dialogue that says, you know what, I like this lifestyle or whatever it is. What you did, said, listen, why don't you go experience that lifestyle? 
I can't go along with you because I don't like it. And if we come back together, we'll come back together and we don't. And and he went, got whatever it was out of his system and probably was like, you know what? The connection with you, Krista, is probably deeper than any other outside connection. It's kind of like you got to go step on the other grass that is green right. on the other side just to see what it is. And you see it's like, ugh. And seriously, vice versa, because he let me explore somebody that I had this thing with on and off, on and off, on and off. And then I realized, yeah, this on and off thing, there was a reason why it never connected. It's, and fan- it's probably fantasy. It was, it, was, it was a big a big fantasy. It was a huge fantasy. I have a, fr- I have a friend who fantasizes, and I talked to her about this a, a lot, and I said, you know, you, you, you're building this thing up in your head of what could be. With, you know what I'm saying? When in reality, it's and and you don't know until you go and experience it and get it out of your mind and out of your system, out of your emotions. You're like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. A lot I, of times, it's not what you're going to think. No. I think when you build expectations up in your mind of what things, the fantasy of what things could be, that you realize, and then you go experience it. You're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And in therapy, you know, this is something I learned in therapy. Therapy helps you realize that fantasy. It's not rooted in reality. Yeah. And let's say, you know, you got, you're liking Instagram guys or Instagram girls online and you got a chance to meet one of them, mm-hmm. right? What you're, what you're doing is creating a life in your mind of what it's like to be off with this person who you've seen on a picture or in a video yeah. or in a small clip. But the reality is you, the more you hang around that person, you're going to be like, oh, wow, you're going to start seeing the nuance of that individual. And you're like, there's probably going to be so many different things that you're just like, are against that you're not going to be able to deal with yeah and in reality and once you know that it's like you you kind of put the fantasy into perspective like oh it looks good on paper but you know what not not for me in real life i know what i got and i'm going to work on what i got and that's why i think it's really important as hard as it is to step away for a while we i stepped away a couple times one time for four months one time for close to a year and i think it as painful as it was i had my friends to keep me busy go to the clubs i was always busy so i wouldn't think about it because i wasn't really sure what was going to happen but that distance really helped him realize who I was and then me appreciate him a bit more. You know, I, I think he, he's def, he was definitely more on track than I was because I'm very hard to please. And yeah. I admit I'm not easy to deal with. Well, you know, and I don't want to say you're hard to please. I think that in order to have a successful relationship, a man and woman must understand in depth who the person that you're dealing with. And that takes a lot of time mm-hmm. to be around this individual that you are cohabitating with or being in a relationship with to understand the nuance of them, to see how they look at the world and view the world and see things that um, upsets them, doesn't accept them, and that you, if you love them, start speaking their language and vice versa, they start speaking yours. Yeah, men yeah. just want the easy way out. They'll be like, see, this is why I don't ever tell you. This is why I lie to you. Now you're being oh, like Kanye wow. West and generalizing. You're, you're, this, you're being anti-memetic, which is anti-men. I would appreciate it if you if you uh, focus your, uh, your points to one specific man, not all. Have you had all men? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me think. No. <laughs> No, you, you we, we no, only have my, my we only have experience. I'm a good wholesome girl. That's what he told me the other day. Yeah, I look at you, Shantae. 
You're a good, wholesome girl. No, but you know what, Shantae? I think. <laughs> I, I, you, Have you, you been to my IG? <laughs> but I think, I think that if I could. I, I, could... I am Shantae Carmel, by the way, guys, yeah. if you guys want to look that Shantae, up. Shantae, I. Go ahead and follow me at I am Shantae Carmel. I think I could rely upon you to go throw a brick on someone's window in the middle of the night if I called you. I think you're that type of friend also. I am that friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? So well, I, let's go. There's more, there's more than wholesomeness. I think your husband may be in a coma when it comes to you sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. He just doesn't see me that way. And maybe that's maturity on his part that he needs to come through. I yeah. think that you all, you guys, when you look at us, to settle down with us, you don't want to see us as this hypersexualized thing I that like you're the looking at on Instagram. Mm. My girlfriend, my, Tamara, is extremely, like, she, her sex drive is like, are you serious right now? This is, you want to go? It's go time? You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, she's very, and I, I love it. But sometimes I'm like, hey, ho, hey. Yeah, you know what? Um, there's some men that they like to see their wives or girlfriends. I mean, of course, they, they love the intimacy, but they don't like to see them in a way that they might see an Instagram model. Like, they look at that as, you know, maybe pure kind of like kind of dirty sexual. But they look at their wives <laughs> like more... They're, they look at their wives differently. That's what I've heard from some of my male friends that are a little bit more machismo. I, well, so when we look at Instagram models, we're, what, what we're really looking at, let's just take the face out of the Instagram model. What we're li- really looking at is flesh. Yeah. Lust or lusting. Fl- I and, have and there's flesh. lust. No, I know it's lust. It's lust. It's lust. It's flesh and lust. Well, you don't think us good girls want to be lusted after? Yeah, what do you want we- to say there? What do you want to say? You. We, I need to what, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. All right, listen. We're gonna we, we, Ken. We're gonna get your phone call. I'm gonna move my car, and we'll get back to this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk. We may be LA's newest talk station, but when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, so Shantae sent me a text this morning. We were talking yesterday. I made a joke yesterday that my, my girlfriend got upset about. And this guy was on the phone yesterday, and he was just, like, boring me to death. And so I just made, like, an errant joke. I was like, I'm watching, I'm watching adult film now. I'm just, you know, and I mentioned a, an adult film star's name. And so... My girlfriend felt some type of way about that. And so Shantae wrote me. She said, reflecting on yesterday, when do hardworking, loyal women become the fantasy? When are we put on a higher pedestal and talked about and praised more out loud than porn stars, strippers, and IG models? When do we get looked at as the baddest? You know that look men give to women when she's doing something incredibly um fascinating on the pole why don't we get that look when we are cooking your meal or doing your dishes or giving you um some type of gratification why are we consistently reminded that we are not the fantasy uh, are we the consolation prize that you end up with because you can't get the fantasy and there's a lot to unpack there because there's a lot of There's a lot of assumptions in this thing that you're making about men. When men look at, and this, I'm only speaking in, in regards to myself, when I look at a beautiful woman online, 
I'm intrigued at this woman. Her beauty may... Let's say I'm strolling on Instagram. Her beauty may stop me for a second, right? And then I dig into, like, who is this person, you know? And nine times out of ten, there's really nothing there. It's just pictures and pretty face or whatever, and I keep scrolling. You know what I'm saying? If men are with you, you won. You won. But I think what it is is that you want us to look at you like the Instagram model. Well, the Instagram model is selling a product compared to I'm living real life. No. If a man is with you, you have not just won. A man has to be showing you why why he's with you. Because men. I showed you by marrying you. I was married before. Hold on, hold on. Marrying you, talking to you, spending my treasure on you. Um, uh, giving in to your opinions, correcting my behavior. Like you, what you, what, and I really want to ask you this question is that, do you want me to become what you want? Or can I still leave room for myself to be me at the end of the day? Because I am who I am at the end of the day. And what you want is, is something other than who I am. So are you saying who you are is a man not attracted to the woman that you're with? You're assuming be careful. You're assuming that I can't be attracted to multiple women at the same time. Attraction does not mean attraction and love are two totally different things when it comes to men. My love for you says I'm going to marry you, says I'm going to spend my money on you, says I'm going to listen to you, says I'm going to do what you want, whether it's take out the trash or spend time with you, right? That's my love for you. But my attraction, I see attractive things all over the place. I'm a visual individual at the end of the day, and it's, it, it, it is a little disrespectful to not recognize that that's who men are but I at the, throughout the – you guys are emotional individuals, you guys like to you guys to talk. You want to want to we want you want to hear, hear about your feelings. You want us to make me feel good. The things that are important to you, we don't care about. Yes, we don't care about. But, yes, but if a man is doing those things for you, it means that's a sign that he cares about you. If he makes any attempt to give you what you want, because we do not care about the vast majority of things that you care about, that is a sign that your man loves you. And that he's giving in. He's going against what he does not care about that is insignificant to him, that he does not want to do in regards to you. Yes. That care is a two-way street, Don. Women don't care about half the things, all the things that you guys care about. Absolutely. And we... You do it because you Take, love. Mm-hmm. So that care is going yes. both yes. ways. So I'm it's not, not like you, it's not. You, Don, you don't get a prize for caring about the things that I care about because every day I am actively doing that for yes. you as We're both. well. We're both. And how hard is it for you to do that? Today it's really hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. So I need you to have that same empathy. But at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, one second, I was going to say this one. Yeah. At the end of the day, when I turn and my little... Husband takes off his shirt, and he has his little beard, and he's standing there. I can still turn and look at him like he is the porn star. Like he is the, he is my Idris Elba. Hmm. Right. With that look in my eyes, because that is truly, at the end of the day, of I could see a million men that day. But when I come home, I'm like, 
That's me right there. And I think and men yeah. and why can't men do because that? Because we're not wired that way. To continue to look at me with lust? Not You're not wi- wired to continue to look at me with that in your eye? No. I don't do it for you anymore after you get me? No, no, you do do it for us. But if we were to start saying, hey, I want you to do X, Y, and Z to bring the lust out of me, you would get offended by that. Yes. I just want to say, how come men don't just keep what they do private? Because what we don't know is not going to hurt us. And that has always been my biggest issue is if I don't know you're doing it, obviously I'm not going to care. So I think it's disrespectful when men, for me, I don't want anybody I'm dating talking about, this is just me, talking about other women, looking at other women, scrolling through Instagram in front of my face. That is a big no-no. Back in the day. Liking other Instagram people and you can see that I like your likes. Yeah. Now back in the day, Krista, younger Krista would have dumped somebody like that. If you looked twice at another girl walking down or made a comment, younger Krista would have said, you're, you're done. Bye. I want somebody who and actually you know respects me and, and respects that I am the focus point in this relationship, mm-hmm. not some friggin' chick mm-hmm. with a big butt and big fake mm-hmm. boobs. I don't want that in my life. And so mm-hmm. to your point, I say you're right. Yeah. Don't do it around it. And matter of fact, see if you can go in your settings to stop people from seeing what you like online. I think there's a way for, I know Twitter shows people what you like, but the way for you to stop looking at it or showing it and publicly spreading it out out there and go and turn that setting off. Turn your comment setting off. Turn, turn whatever you need to turn off so that you keep that between you and yourself because not every story is meant to be told. We'll get to more of this conversation. KBLA Talk. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. As KBLA Talk 1580 host, we never quite know where the conversation is going to go. But sometimes our guests really surprise us. Let me just close the saying, I downloaded your app while we were talking. It's a terrific app. <laughs> I look forward to it. I'm enjoying your format and what have you. I will tweet it to my several hundred thousand followers and call their attention to it as well. If the KBLA 1580 app is enticing enough for our guests to download and share, you should download the app and share it with your friends too. That's beautiful. So, download the KBLA 1580 app today and take us with you wherever you go. KBLA Talk 1580. You are not rocking with the best. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. I know he see me looking at you. Sorry, man. We a lot, a lot of conversation going on here today. Kwame, so I noticed. So I noticed. <laughs> y'all, y'all been uh, blowing through breaks and beginning it was seven o'clock and man, just doing way. It's been great conversation here. I didn't even know it was seven o'clock yesterday. I was like, uh, oh, coming up. I was going in the old show. Oh my god! I might have been high. Don't say that. Yeah. What, what's, yeah what's your comment? And I, and I missed all y'all on, on Saturday. Wait, who are you, Danny Morrison now? I'm talking about giving your height, you're coloring your hood, King? Wait, hold on a second. But <laughs> now nah, so I missed all y'all on Saturday uh, at the Karen Bass thing. Oh, I, I know. I was there. At, uh, I just missed Sunday. you. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, Robin Ayers and um and of course Melrose, you know, he yeah, you know, that that cut out cuz I had to go pick up some Jaders. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh you know, you know the you know the, the new the new 11s came out that day and I had my reserve. So I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not, not not can't screw that up, you know, you know, you know sneakerheads got to their thing. But anyway, uh as far as attraction uh versus pursuit that's a thing that men and women got to get straight. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I was I was saying in the chat for last hour that I think all these all these all these people on the internet and and running their mouth a lot, you know, social media people, podcast people, YouTube people are starting to kind of really get to get to our heads because yeah, I mean, you got the cheaters out there. They you know a lot a lot of people that want to just do the scummy thing and all that. You got the the polyamory people, you know, the open relationship people. Um, but no matter the, no matter what it is we're trying to do or, or or what we want to feel about ourselves what we want our man or woman we got to be secure if we're not if we're not secure then it's it's just we're just going to be making each other miserable all the time mm-hmm. um you know i i like i could look at like if, like if i'm in, if i'm into a honey like the the person i want to have as my queen i could be looking at all the bastards out there you know all the all the all the cute relationships and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, okay, like, damn, I want to I want to get to like, I want to see if me and her can get that going. Hmm. Like that's that's a thing. Like, like I'm on, you know, like like her shape don't matter. Like you know, because if I'm because if I'm focused on her, I'm like I want to wrap my arms around her. Yeah. I want to see what I want to see what she look like in that dress. I want to you know that. like mm-hmm. get, get my get my good get my good old R rated or triple X rated or erotica poem type stuff going with her. Right. right. I'm not. You know, if I'm if I'm bone single, then you know, yeah, fair game to call it anybody that way. But you know, if I'm if I'm talking to somebody, seeing somebody, you know, I'm trying. I guess it's me at my my age right now. The thing I'm I'm hungry is I'm I'm hungry to get closer, like a wobbly to that person. Well, you know, and, and, you and, know, I, and you, I was around the time of that. I just want to say something real quick because <laughs> you brought you brought something up in our mind too. That if you want us to lust after you, um, what turns our lust off for you is conflict in our relationships. And it makes it hard. That can be a huge problem. It makes it hard for us to lust for you when we have an emotion that is constantly in conflict with you. It it, conflict is a negative emotion that I, you know, we try to work through, and it's hard for me to lust for you and be in conflict with you at the same time too. And so that's another hard thing that I think that you know, something I've experienced. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree with that because, yeah, I mean, if you're getting told by your woman or your man that that every single day or every single week somehow you're not good enough, like, or somehow you don't measure up, that, or you're oh, doing you're not, something wrong, wrong. everything you do is oh wrong. My God, yeah. Everything yeah. I do, yeah, yes, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's 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 just too much. Uh, that's just that's just robbing you of peace, and it's robbing you of 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 harmony with that person. And, and, and it makes you feel like, okay, do I have a person or do I just have another enemy? Yep. And, yep. Uh, say yeah, that. You, you know, it, it's going to make you. It's going to make you say, you know what? I'm going to go drink something, smoke something, hang out with my boys, watch that Man. game, like Chris Rock, or do anything fans. other than and, and other thing other than come home. Yeah, and and, and listen, I want to yeah. say this to men and women too. You know, I think what we need to learn oh, yeah. and make the home a sanctuary. That. And that probably needs to be that once we are in the home, there's no arguing, there's nothing but love here. And that if we need to have a conversation. Uh-oh. 
Are we getting another call? I think, hey, yo, Don, hey, yo, Don, I'm going to leave you with this. I think you and, I think you and who it just rang, I think you're going to need to drop the needle on a little bit of OJ's cry together. <laughs> and that might solve some problems for your last. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- thank you, Kwame. I, I appreciate that. But maybe the home needs to be a situ- a place where there is no argument and that the if there's conversation needs to happen, let's take it outside the home. Yeah, you shouldn't be, be let's, arguing let's go someplace. in the home. Let's go someplace outside the home, yeah. have the conversation on a date night or whatever, but we both adhere to when we're, when we're in the house together. And, and, and this is just something I'm thinking about. Yeah. That is it's all about love to that point. Um let me bring you in. I'm gonna bring you in. I I'm gonna bring you in, but I want you to understand before I bring you in. It's a converse it's a conversation. I'm gonna bring you in that it's a conversation, it's not a monologue, okay? It's dialogue. You got that? All right. All right, nod for me. It's your sexy self. Look at you looking all beautiful. Let me see them eyeballs. Let me see. I can tilt the camera up just a little. There we go. Oh, okay now. Hmm. You're going to get a spanking later. You know that, right? Oh, stop it. Don't look at me like that. All right. You're, you're live. Go ahead. What do you want to say? This is the first relationship where I have ever been with a man who has constantly expressed how he wanted to be with other women while he was with me. So I would like for the girls to tell me, how do you deal with a man who constantly tells you you're not as good as other women that he's either been with or he wants to eventually be with? You marry him. (laughs) And make him suffer for the rest of his (laughs) life. Well, I'm not good enough? That's not good. No. No. Like I I just expressed. First of all, when have I ever said that you're not good enough or that I want to be with other women? It's your act. When I, no, I'm just asking this question, but, and you, all of you guys, can answer this. When have I, you ever heard me say I want to be with another woman? I've never. I've heard you say nothing but great things. That's why I guess I'm confused. I've never heard you say anything other than that. Uh, you you know, with her. look, Krista, bro. You know he sit here and he sits and bigs up women in a way that you don't big up men, right? Okay. Uh, what's his name? Stripper, stripper. You don't never have to worry about you bigging up men. <laughs> She's funny. Skipper. Yeah, no, no. You know what? Can I tell you something? I think they all have to worry. No, I'm her. not going to lie. You know what, Chris? I'm not even going to call you out, but tell her what you said to I'm me. Gonna t- I'm going to tell you what I said. I said if, um, when I walked in here, and I hope boyfriend's not listening because I'm going to get into when I go home. I said I found my new husband. Oh. I just said that when I walked in. And oh. I've been seeing my new husband who works over here in construction. Oh. Now, when I get home, I'm probably going to get in trouble. And we're going to have to probably have a talk but, about me looking but elsewhere. Hmm? But you knew you was going to get in trouble. Yeah. This man thinks it's okay for him to sit and talk about me like I am an option. He ain't never had to worry about whether or not he's going to be in trouble or not when he talks about how these women here, there, and everywhere are so much more attractive and so much more physically beautiful than me. He's told he, you he that? He, Has he, he said that to you personally? He does this online. I never experienced this before. I've never had... Answer the question. Never had... Man, Answer the question. Thought that, that, that I was so unattractive, all he could talk about... Answer the question that they just asked what? you. Answer the question they just asked yes, you. Yeah. Yes, you have. You just got done talking about your white porn star. <laughs> Let me tell you something, and don't hang up you see, on she me. She didn't even answer we the question. Broke, we broke. He broke up with me. Took everything out of my house. Mm. Made my child cry because my child thought that he was going to be there in the morning, and he was gone. Right? Oh no. 
All right. Yeah. Every time I'm not used to this because my daddy lived in the house with me all the way until I was 15 years old. And then after that, he still saw me every day. I ain't used to no man every time he's like, I don't, I have a disagreement with you. I'm going to leave. That ain't how my daddy worked. My daddy was in the house. He went to another room or he went to a bar or went and got an appetizer or whatever. My daddy didn't leave us whenever he was like, okay, I'm frustrated. Okay. That was but your daddy. brought himself though. into my children's life and then he'd leave them and then they cry when he leave. And you need to know that that ain't normal. And I, and I, and I, acknowledge that he ain't used to how it feels to be the kind of man that has to All stay right, around. So Sanse said that, that 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 was your dad. And and number two, I have to send a message. No, no, no. That is dad's. No, Those are dad's. That, that is Those your dad. Dad's. That's how daddies that, work. That is your dad. No. Hold on. This is a conversation. This is a conversation. Number, number one. I have to send the message to you that I'm not going to allow you to badger me for days on end about a point that I've conceded and said to you, you know what? I hear you. And you know what? I'm going to do better. When, when I, when I, te- no, listen to me. When I, te- when, this is a teachable moment for everybody. When, when a man says, baby, I hear you. And you know what? Didn't believe that. I didn't see it from that point, but it's affecting you. And you know what? I'm going to make a concerned effort to do a better job at this. And, yeah. and for two, three days after I concede to your point, you consistently badger me over it. That is, the, I have to put my foot down and sit there and say, I'm not going to put up with that. And, and hurt it, children? Well, you can you can sit there and say, I'm hurting children, I'm doing whatever, but you know yeah. what? I'm not going to allow you or anybody else to compromise my mental health. I'm not oh, going to be in a situation oh. where I'm I'm unhappy and I'm I'm and, and and this is just not just for me, this is anybody. If you can't control your emotions because you are emotional, because there are two people no, in this I relationship. I don't like it. I don't like how you feel. I don't like how you big up other women when it comes to me. And you do, and you will probably forever. And I don't even know how to deal with it. Ooh, I well, can I can I, I chime in? Hold on, do. hold on, Shantae wants to say in? something to you. Can I chime in? Because <clears throat> I'm 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 not. Our relationships are not far off right now in this moment. Um, I. It, did you hear what I read, wrote to him this morning, what I sent to Don? Did you hear that part of the show? No. About? About 10 minutes before he starts talking about what porn stars. Well, basically. Always the bad stuff. Basically, I, I wrote to him and I, I, you know, to talk about today, I said, when are the hardworking, loyal women going to become oh, you yeah. guys' love, fantasy? Love, you love know, it. because. I, I, I read that to her. Right. Today. I love it. Yeah, I because I, I feel that never, way. Never gonna happen. I it's feel that way. I also too feel that way in my marriage. I can't get my husband to stop clicking like on big booty chicks on Instagram. I it said you can look at it, but why do you have to validate them? Right. In ways that you refuse right. to validate me. Yeah. yeah. Right. You can't I, even come home and tell me. And and what I will say about Don. We here at the station only hear him sing your praises. You are obviously a drop-dead gorgeous woman. And he only says that about you all the time, not to mention who you are as a partner and as a mother. And I've I've personally never heard him say anything less than that about you Mm -hmm. um, on air and off air. And uh, not to mention how you feel his needs. 
how you perpetually you are who he wants. There are things that Don asked for in a relationship from a woman that he tells he says you give him the mm-hmm. things that he wished for, mm-hmm. which is why he is always he's so attracted to you. I mean, you feel you are his fantasy the way that I see it. I don't think you have the same issue I have. I feel like the damn consolation prize in my marriage. <laughs> like not the consolation like, prize. Like, I honestly feel like um, if a big booty chick came along who did what I did, my husband's out the door. Oh, no. You know? Um, so he, Don actually is very good at vocalizing on air who the fantasticness of who you are. And I, sweetie, I just want you to hear that because there are others of us who don't get that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say that you are the big booty chick that your husband wanted. I, you know, so he doesn't end- think I have a big butt. Really? No, I don't know. Not a, he's, he, he went to Atlanta. He moved to Atlanta <laughs> in uh, right after high school. Well, what kind of big booty is he looking at? <laughs> Listen, he moved to Atlanta after high school and got enamored with these women. Or whatever they feeding them girls down there in the south, uh-huh. and so my little L.A. booty ain't, oh. ain't it for him. Oh, he want a southern. Yes, he likes that body southern oh. junk no, in the I truck. Understand. Don't never he eat vegan. Dog ears. I didn't call your breast dog ears. I never said anything okay. about you. I never said anything about your breasts, but you're internalizing things. Hold on, Fahima wants to say that this. Okay. Conver- hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a, this is a conversation. Hey, hush. I'm gonna I'm, listen. Hush. <laughs> Wait, what? Did see what did she say? This, she no. Say that again. No, listen. We're gonna go to Fahima. Okay. Fa- 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 my dog breasts. My dog-eared breasts were not as Look, attractive as Rachel Dozell. My husband told me I don't got no titties, so... Oh, all right. No, <laughs> hey. We're getting a little... Well, I'm always called Chubsy Wubsy. Oh! So okay. I'm, my, my weight's always an issue. He calls me Chubsy Wubsy, and so but I've accepted you, Nobody it. ever tells you that you're going to grow up and that you're going to find men that you love, and they're going to talk <laughs> about how ugly you are. Yep. Like, no, I didn't even know. I had no idea. And what was weird is my mother taught me, talked about how fat I was my whole life. And then I got a boyfriend and he talks about how attractive I am my whole life and how he's attracted to other bodies. And it's like, when is God going to give me a a break? I just, I just want somebody to kind of like me, you know, like just want him to like me. No, what you want is a gay man. That's really what you want at the end of the day. Mm. Hold on one second. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring a phone call in here. Fahima, go ahead, because Fahima thinks this is an inappropriate conversation and shouldn't be discussed on air. I disagree with you. Oh, I think what we're showing are our relationships, in, and I've shared everything about my life to a certain degree. There are certain things that I keep very personal that you'll never know about. But I try to be open about who I am as an individual and the things I talk about so that I can teach or learn from the audience uh, to the audience, but what what is your what is your conversation? What do you want to say, Pam? No, at first I want to say I do believe that you do love this woman. Absolutely, but I but I think you are self sabotaging this relationship. Mm. Now, okay, you're right. All right, all right. Well, hold, on, right. hold on, hold on. Let's see here. How am I self sabotaging the relationship? Well, one one she has articulated to you that what she doesn't like, and I'm pretty sure that this is not the first time she has said it. And what I think that if you love this one as much as Turn I think you do, I think that, I think that maybe here. you 
and she might want to go into relationship counseling, but I don't think you should be discussing it on the air. Um, I, I think it's a teachable moment for at the end of the day. If my relationship can't handle a conversation on the air, it can't handle anything. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, what's going what's gonna to happen is you're, you're – well, I think, and I'm saying this as a clinician, you are self-sabotaging this relationship. I don't, I don't know how I'm doing that. I get in trouble for a lot of things for the conversations that I say on the air with in my personal relationship. And, and you, but the, the, the fact that you continue to do it, you know that these are things that are impacting your relationship, but you continue to do it. Hmm. Well, you're, you're, you're asking me, you're asking me to, uh, and this is what I told my girlfriend. It says, I don't know, and most men don't know, what is going to set you off because we're clueless to it. It's like walking in a landmine. <laughs> And we walk, but, and we're just stepping on bombs here and there, oh because we, well, we don't we don't know what's going to set you. No, seriously, John. No, I've never met your girlfriend, John. I've never met your girlfriend, John. I've never met your girlfriend, but I know this much that she doesn't like you lusting after mm-hmm. other women out loud. Mm-hmm. I know that much. Yes, you're right, Fahima. Like and, and you know what? And right, listen, Fahima. and so other women are. And let's talk about and, that. And, and, and so let's talk, let's talk about that. The other day, I made a joke on the air about someone was tuning was giving a boring conversation on the air, and I was giving examples that uh, I'm doing everything possible but listening to the. To, I was on Vine. I'm reminiscing about a conversation. Right, 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 right. So, so what I'm saying is that that was a throwaway joke. Now, what I said to what, yeah. I, what I said to her in that thing was that I said I don't really care what it was. Just a name I pulled out of my head. I'm not fantasizing about that person. I'm not looking at that person. I'm not doing anything uh-huh. about that person. But you have it. But hold on. I said you have an issue with that, and so I will do a better job of it when I make jokes not to include women that may make you feel some type of way. I said that's what I'm going to. I'm li- me listening. Me listening to you. Is this the first time she has shared with you her pleasure in you doing that? No, a lot of a, a lot of stuff. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of stuff that she a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that I say on the air, and let's say I take shots at at, at women, all right? As women have taken shots at me, mm-hmm. but let's just say I take shots at women. She internalizes these things as I'm taking shots at her. So if you're saying that's what I'm doing, that's self sabotaging my relationship. Yes. And you know what? I'm, I, and I hear her on all of these things, and I said, you know what? I'm going to work to kind of keep these conversations out of my verbiage because she's listening, and I don't want to um, injure or emotionally damage a person that I care about. That is my, responsib- my, responsib- my responsibility as her man to do that for her. But there's also – there is no owner's manual on what is going to set you off that I know, that any man knows. And I think to a bigger to a bigger conversation, men walk into landmines with their girlfriends that they may be clueless to. And and so, you know, this is where conversation comes in. Let's talk about it. Let's work it out. And you know what? Teachable moment. Don, the thing is is that I think that we're in a relationship and we're learning people. Yes. We once we learn what they don't like what makes them feel uncomfortable, 
we should stay away from that. Not make reasons and rationalization why you. Well, for him, but you also got to understand something too: is that I'm I'm an on-air performer. This is an on-air radio. Hold on, Fahima. I'm going to get to you when we because we're we're running way behind time. When we come back, we'll we'll get to more of this conversation. It's KBLA Talk 15. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. You ready? Excuse me. Now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? May I ask you this question? Why do you believe police brutality continues to exist in this country? Do you believe it to be a systemic problem, or should we judge police misconduct on a case-by-case basis? And what's your opinion on the best course of action to solve the problem? Well, you have come to the right place. You're listening to L.A.'s all-new Progressive Talk radio station. Of the people, by the people, for the people. Hey, I sure appreciate that. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We got you covered round the clock. Round the clock. Racism, we got you. Progressive politics, we got you. Health and wellness education, we have you covered. We're going to have to put it back in the hands of the people. A black-owned and operated evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Welcome home, Welcome L.A. Home, L.A. We're all in this together. Let's get it on. It's KBLA Talk 1580, broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Lamert Park. You've got a lot to talk about. We are going to have to fight. We're going to have to struggle. We're going to have to struggle relentlessly to bring about the Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray? Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's get back to Fahima real quick. Fahima, we got a minute and a okay, half before we got to go to another break. Yeah, real quick. Can I make a suggestion, yeah, 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 go ahead. Okay, I, why don't you and your girlfriend Tamara go on Dr. Sh- Deshana's show, right? Womp, womp. And try to work with that. Don't do try it. Womp, womp. Stop don't it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to tell you, this is how I'm seeing this as a clinician. Why? So she can I talk think... about... Uh, Stop all... it, please. Thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm, I'm Chantel Carmel, I'm also... Shantae. It's Shantae. It's Shantae. Yeah, no sorry. L. Chantel. No, it's Shantae. It right. It's Shantae. I I did spell it right. Shantae Carmel. Shantae. Shantae. It's just Shantae. Shantae. Shantae Carmel There we go. There we I, go. I, I am. I, I did pronounce. I did spell it correctly. Okay. I, I'm also a clinician, and I'm saying this from a clinical perspective. I think that on a subconscious level, you are, sub, you are sabotaging this relationship because you don't think you deserve it. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't because think that at all. Consciously do things. I don't. You say I consciously or subconsciously? Because I, you I, subconsciously yeah. do think that she's already told you 
she doesn't like. Well, mm-hmm. so, 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 okay, Fahima, just hold on the line because I want to address what you just said. And we're going to get to that. And we can talk this out when we come forward. KBLA Talk. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where we turn red lights to green lights and keep it moving. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's go to Fahima. Fahima out there. So, Fahima, you said, I am self sabotaging my relationship because. Oh, no, no, hold on. Let me recap and just, you let me know if I'm right. That because my girlfriend has said things to me that she does not like, that I keep doing, keep bringing up, and that I subconsciously keep sub- keep sabotaging my relationship. Is that correct? Yes, that's part of it. Let me just say this. Again, I don't know what the criteria to go on Dr. Johnson's show is. I know that you've been on it singularly, yeah. and you obviously are willing to talk about your relationship. You both are willing to talk about your relationship publicly that's the only reason why i suggested it and if that's not feasible i would recommend couples counseling for you because the relationship is worth salvaging Mm -hmm. absolutely i think think you both care about each other dearly and apparently there are things that she has raised that have happened not on air but have happened off air no no everything um, er, everything is on air everything so and, and, and that's the point that i want to bring up to you here because everything that she gets upset about are things that i say on the radio okay. right well, and 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 to her solution to the solution i proposed to her on more than one occasion <laughs> because this is what i do as a job and my job is to be provocative my job is to like there's a lot of people listening right now because they're they're nosy about my relationship and other people's relationship you know what i'm saying it's interesting content and it's also relatable content on numerous occasions over the past six, seven months, I've asked her, do you want me to quit? Because I will quit my job for you. Oh. I've said that. That's and, love. I'm serious. And, and the answer is never no. Mm-hmm. And so this is a performance that I'm doing here on the radio. This is a performance that I'm doing here on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I've also asked her to stop listening to the show. But for some reason, God. but for some, um, no, just listen. Let me, let me, talk, let, I heard you, but let me talk. Let me, let, but let me talk. Let me talk. I asked her to stop listening because she gets triggered by things that I say on the radio. Some of these things, a lot of the things, there's a performance going on with me. Some of it's, rooted, some of it's rooted in wisdom, culture, uh, and some of it's rooted in, I'm trying to poke you in your eyeball and shock you. The the you intent of the, the intent of it is, regardless of whether you like it or hate it, is to get you so emotionally connected to me that you can't stop listening. And I have shown that that I'm a master at that by my girlfriend who cannot stop listening to the show because she's like, oh my god, I got to hear if he's going to say something next. And so there there is a method to the madness here. So my my bigger issue is how do I reconcile the fact that I'm doing a show here on the radio? And I am cognizant of how she feels about things and I do take that in consideration and I am willing to edit certain things that I don't have any like Christy Mack I brought up the other day. I don't care anything about Christy Mack. It was just a name that I pulled out, you know. Um, so if you have an issue with that, okay, cool. But to sit there and say stop talking about every aspect of things I talk about, and then also to relegate what I do on the radio as just talking about women and porn stars, 
That's absolutely ridiculous. I've talked about police yeah. shootings. I've talked about social justice. I've talked about law. I've talked about health. I've talked about a wide range of things. And yes, occasionally sex and relationships do come up in the conversation, but I don't stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let me just say this. There was nowhere in your job description where you were required to talk about your relationship. No, I talk about it, 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 no. It's about it's not about relation. In my job description, it's not about relationships. It's talking about things that are relatable to people. Okay, Don. There's nowhere in your contract that say you were required to talk about porn stars and women's body parts. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you could talk about. I don't think your girlfriend gets upset when you talk about police shootings. Uh, and and some of the other things. The thing is, you go with the bit and you push the envelope. I get it. But the thing is, is if you are in a relationship with someone, I think that you should be considerate of their feelings. If there are things that you do that she doesn't like and things that she does that you don't like, that that's something to be discussed. I don't think you offering to quit your job has anything to do with it. I just would encourage couples counseling because I think that you do care a lot about this woman. I think she cares about you. But I think that yourself is sabotaging the relationship because you may not think you are deserving of it. No, no, I'm not. I I, listen, I brought that up to say that if we're going to be successful, that we have to go to couples counseling. Before Fahima leaves, I just wanted to just say something to her. Fahima, I absolutely love you, and I love her because she's coming from an outside perspective, listening in, and really giving some sound advice. So I love Fahima. She's making a lot of sense. I do agree that I think there's a bit of personal self-sabotage in there, and it kind of just feels that way. And, And it could possibly... Possibly be on both ends, though, too. So that's how I feel. That's why you should go to couples counseling. And I don't think you should be discussing your relationship. Oh, listen, if my relationship can't survive this, it can't survive anything. And so, listen, it is what it is. All right, Fahima, thank you so much. Marcel, who says, what the hell am I listening to right now? Why? (laughs) Yes, Yes, Marcel. What the hell? I still say what the hell. <laughs> well, you said, listen, you anyway, said, what am I going to gain from this? Like, did, did we did we gain any? Did, did I give you any points here? Well, I mean, I, I first of all, I want to commend you for uh, openly discussing your relationship because that's part of the candidness that you bring to the show. You know, um, you, you are in the position to stir the pot and get all of us on the line to call in and comment. You do a great job of that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so as far as you and your relationship go, I wish you and your lady the best uh, for everything to work out, however it's going to work out. Um, but, you know, going into the part where the jokes and whatnot, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, whether or not you the relationship works or not, you're going to be Don. You're going to be Don Amici with her or you're going to be Don Amici without her. And that's that's the part where you talked about we never know what triggers because uh, me personally, I've recently learned that jokes that I was dropping have been affecting the last three relationships that I was in, and I didn't even know it. And and that's the minefield that we walk in and that we learn. I've been using the same jokes in all the relationships, and I just realized because I'm in a relationship now where I'm with a person who can communicate the effect of the jokes. Yes, but I've heard I've heard about myself that um, that I'm um, uh, uh, jealous. You know, and I'm like, how? I support girls' trips, girls' weekends, go out of town, do it all, clubs, all do it up. Yeah. But I would, I would drop a joke before they went out the door, saying something like, "Tell that dude I said hi," 
or something like that. And I just recently learned that those jokes were planting that I'm insecure, that I'm jealous. And it was making them, you know, not want to go out because they thought that I had an insecurity about them going out. And to me, it was a joke. So, but that's going to your line of not knowing how the jokes affect the women. Because I'm not a jealous dude whatsoever, but I'm, I'm glad to be enlightened that these jokes was projecting that I am. Because guess what? I stopped the joke. Right. You know? So at the end of the day, you're going to be you, you know, so just. But you, you know, know what you're working. And then here's the thing. You're you're on. you're working on it. So, you know, and the issue that I'm dealing with is that when I say I hear you, you don't like the jokes. I'm going to stop that. But then for four yeah. days, you keep badgering me about the jokes. And that that's the issue that we have to get here of listening. And, and this is a problem that not just me and my relationship. But I've been a victim of not listening to my partners. And and a lot of people don't do a good job of listening, period, of when someone says, I hear you, got you to, to, to control your emotions so we can move past this thing instead of making this a bigger war than what it is at the end of the day. But damn, Marcel, yeah. growth, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, shout out to you, man, for being candid, you know, because – like I said, you you push you start the pot, push the envelope, and you know you try to keep it real with your audience, and you know it's, it's, you're letting them know, letting them in, you know. So keep keep up what you're doing, because the phone lines is hot like they're supposed to be. All right, all right, love you, man. I love you, cousin. I'll holler at you later. Yep, yep. Yes. You, you know, one thing I like about this audience is that they they want to see uh, you all succeed, you know, and they're giving sound advice because I know that when I was having problems with boyfriend and he was on the radio, every caller said, dump that B, dump that B. So I, I like that this audience at least is loving and caring and kind enough to say, hey, look at work yeah. it out. Don't don't, you know. Ruin things. I'm bringing girlfriend back in. We had a couple of people on the phones here talking, which she could, she can't necessarily hear, but because of the setup here. And one was saying that uh, Fahima was saying that I'm self sabotaging my relationship because um, of girlfriend asking me to talk about things that I shouldn't be talking about. And Marcel called in and said, "Listen, there were things that I didn't even know I was doing that were causing my girlfriends from, pre- from three previous relationships to make me f- to feel a certain type of way." And what what is now, what do you want to say about this? I want to let you know that I love you and I care about you. You're the only woman for me. I'm not the perfect human being. I have faults. I'll always at the end of the day, and I and I'm always going to stand that. But um, my um, loyalty to is to you. You know, maybe a little crass, but that's just who I am at the end of the day. Hello. Oh. Yeah. Yes. No, I want to make it clear yes, that Mary. what was what upset me was not necessarily that she was a little spicy and that you enjoy a little bit of a uh, 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 certain spicy television or spicy videos. That wasn't the problem. Yeah. The problem was we broke up. You broke up with me. Mm-hmm. Took everything out of my house. Left. Said you was done with me. Came back to my home. Thank you. Had a night with me and then said that you watched porn with your favorite white girl and her big fat booty. That's not what happened. But that was a joke, though, right? It was a lie. Yes, it was. It was a joke. That's not what you did. And, you know, I just am so tired of black men want to sit around and say, hey, I had my white girl moment last night watching my white girl who's a pornographer. 
And then you tell black women to close your legs and not have sex and just give it to old. Are we are we internalizing anything here? You guys, are you guys getting it? I'm really confused because I didn't realize that you broke up with her and then came back. I mean, that is mind effing somebody to break up with somebody and then come back the next well, day is, a, is, a... is mind effing somebody, Don. If you're going to break up, break up for a couple days. I did do that. And no, no. It sounds like you came back the next day. I did not. Did not come back the next day. But that's something I didn't put out on the air. She put that on the air. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's that's a lot. Well, I got to put boundaries in between. I cannot allow you to beat on me. Consi- I, you know what I said about people, and and this is, goes to relationships uh, across. Your partner is not your emotional punching bag. You're right. You're to- you're absolutely and, right. And if you're constantly using your partner as an emotional punching bag, one of two things are going to happen. They're going to build resentment up inside of you, or they're going to leave you. And I cannot, and I will not tolerate that. From anyone, any relationship, future past, brother. I've done too much therapy yeah. to allow, to grow myself, to um, respect who I am as an individual. If you, if I can see to your point and you consistently cannot get to control your emotions because it's an issue that you have to work on, I'm not going to stick around or be around you. And that's, and that's, this is a life lesson for anybody. I I kind of I kind of see I now I kind of see let me just give it to you in her perspective this is what I'm I'm hearing from your girlfriend yeah. I'm hearing this you left the house. It broke the heart of her kids. Because you look at, you've even said, I don't know if she's aware of this. You always talk about how much you love those kids. You love her kids a lot. And you've always said just wonderful things about her children. Yeah. I think she she just felt like, okay, you broke up with her. Kids were upset. Then you come back. You guys had a special night, special moment. The next day, she's excited to listen to her husband or boyfriend. You know, she loves you. And then she hears about you talking about some girl. And it's like a knife in her okay. heart yeah but there's also a massive part of the story out of respect for her right that you're not hearing on the radio got it right we're only hearing part of it you're hearing a piece of it and i'm not gonna it's, i'm not gonna put her business out there Understand. i'm not gonna put certain aspects of our private life out there uh, in this so it sounds a little one-sided but there there's more to the story than that you're just there's a lot more to the story got it. Uh, than what you're hearing and that's right now fair. And, I'm that's not, fair. and i'm not i'm not gonna put that out there um J.W. Sean and James, we're going to get to you when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk. Courage is contagious. contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. Don Amici first, everybody. This is, uh, I guess this is a show about conflict resolution as we're trying to reconcile conflict, or at least in my life. Great talk. But let's move on to Shantae's live, where Shantae's husband on the phone, Derek, how are you today? Thank you for joining us on the show. He answered. We're, we're talking about relationships here today. I have been in trouble with my significant other. I made a joke on the air the other day. Um, had mentioned a woman's name who I do not know. But, you know, follow online. And, you know, the conversation up is, 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 for my significant other is why am I glorifying women online? Now, it's, listen, it's a, it was a joke. I don't really, you know, but I, but I recognize that it, it, these type of jokes make my girl feel some type of way. And I work to... Fix it. That's my my part of this situation of trying to resolve this conflict. Shantae seems to think that you're not her, that she is not your fantasy woman. Now, I'm. I said to her, the fact that you married her, the fact that you have been talking to her, engaging her, and you guys live your lives together, that she won, and that 
you are the fantasy. And that we as men are visual individuals, and sometimes we look at other women online, and that, you know, it, it doesn't, like, it's like, doesn't really mean anything to us. You know, we kind of like, it's just in passing. Like, if that woman was in front of us that we see online or out in public, and we compare them to our significant others that they would lose in two seconds because we know who and what we have at home compares to what we see online and the fantasy. The fantasy is not real. And number one, we don't live our lives online. We live it in real life. So am I correct in my assumption there or am I off? Uh, no, you're correct. Um, it, it, Instagram, TikTok, all that is a, you know, it's a fantasy. Um, and yeah, Shantae, I tell her all the time, like, yo, we married. You good. We, you know, I, I live right now for us. You know, the things I do is for us. You know, I talk about the future for us. Um and yes, I, I do click likes on on any and everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and she, we got into it last night about me clicking likes, and it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, men are visual. You know, the thing about it is, like you said, even if these women came in front of us, we know that the time it takes for them to put on all this makeup, you know, go through all this to try and show that that's they they're doing that on purpose. And it's not like we're going to a strip club giving all our money away or, you know, or going to, you know, I'm I'm home all the time. I'm like, hey, let's go do this. I'm I'm trying to spend all my quality time with her. You know, I, she told you, I think, yesterday about, you know, we had a movie marathon, you know, this past weekend. Like, I'm I'm trying to, make, you know, bring her to the black side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. How dare you, so, so hearing this, so you, she is the fantasy. Yeah, I mean, she, so well, she's so big. Listen, what so, I hear from you is she's bigger than the fantasy. I, I guess you could say that. Yes, you know. Can you tell her that where... right now on the air? Can you say, Shantae, yeah. my love, my loving wife, my sweetheart, who does everything well, loving not for Dr. me. Phil. Hold on, can I finish? <laughs> my loving wife that I love so much. You're so sexy, and I love everything about you. You are my fantasy. You know this. Stop talking crazy, Shantae. You know you're the fantasy. Can you say something like that to her? So, so I'm not going to say it in those words because those are not my true words. <laughs> but I will say. Shante, I love you. I'm in love with you, um, and you are my world. Yeah, why do why do those words fall on deaf ears? Because I tell my girlfriend that the same. Let, hold on, Derek. Hold on. I'm going to tell my girlfriend the same thing, and let's. Let, I'm just going to see how I'm she reacts. I'm his reacts. world, not his fantasy, now, though. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> baby. See, I, hold, he didn't hold say on, fantasy, hold, y'all. Hold <laughs> baby, Look I, it. It baby, sounds loving to me. Baby, I want to say I this love to you. Hold on. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh, oh, oh hold on. God, God. We keep getting into these timing restrictions. Baby, I love you. I care about you. You are my everything. I want your response to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Ask you this question. What image comes to mind when you hear the word homeless? Do you believe it to be solely a big city urban problem? A problem that only affects cities like Los Angeles and New York that have been inundated with panhandlers and tent encampments? What causes one to become houseless? And what strategies should be implemented to assist in helping people achieve and maintain housing stability? And do you believe having access to affordable housing should be a right in this country? 
Well, you've come to the right place. You're listening to L.A.'s all-new progressive talk radio station of the people, by the people, for the people. It's KBLA Talk 1580, and we've got you covered around the clock. Racism. We don't hate white people. We hate the oppressors, whether he be white, black, brown, or yellow. We got you. Miseducation. We got you. Gun violence. We have you covered. If you're afraid of socialism, you're afraid of yourself. A black-owned and operated evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Welcome home, L.A. We're all in this together. It's KBLA Talk 1580, broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Lamert Park. We've got a lot to talk about. You can't do it unless you believe that you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to f*** with other women, man. Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was f***ing on your mama couch. Now it's been said that big girls, they don't cry. But they that is, um, so Look you in Method the Man. You they you Who I would like to hear another album from. I would like you to hear another Method Man, maybe Red Man album, or, or maybe Wu-Tang, if, I, if that's all I can get. I would, you know, and maybe I would like to hear a mature... And maybe this is a new genre of rap. Mature hip-hop. I think that's a new genre of rap. On the, the other level. We call it hip-hop urban contemporary. It's a new format. We need the artists. So uh, I'm going to try to do what Derek did just now. And see if I... Oh, she hung up on... Did she is hang Derek up on? still on the phone? Yeah, he's still on the phone. Hold on. I, I, my, my girlfriend hung up on me. Let me see if I can get her back Call here. her back. I'm trying to get her. I love. I'm going to try. I'm taking a clue from your man. You know what I'm saying? Because he just, you know, he's he's got all the answers here. Because he's so he, he definitely knows how to shut me. You, yeah, you went from being <laughs> this disgruntled uh, uh, a woman from uh, the movie. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, waiting to exhale. Waiting to exhale to like, oh my husband. He she, she because just, he doesn't talk like that to me, you guys. So that's big for us. She she needed to hear this. This right. is important for her. So I'm going to tell my woman that I love you. Oh, let me hold on. Let me let me. I'm going to bring you in here. So, we, but listen to me before I say any, before you say anything. I just want to let you know I love you. I appreciate you. Um, the things that I say on the radio are not about you, and that I would ask that you look at our life in real life about how I treat you, but I also recognize that there are some things I say on the air that affect you, and I will do a better job at working towards that. I only have eyes for you, and I love you to death. Okay? Baby? I'm really tired. I'm oh. really down. Are you upset? I'm really tired. Well, I love you. I thought I had something I didn't have. You do have something you have and then some. Sleep. I love you. Good night. Well, listen, why don't you get some rest and then we'll talk when I, when I get off, okay? 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 Yeah. Baby? We'll talk when I get off. Oh, she hung up. Okay. That was my answer. Well, listen, I, listen there's only so what much. What can I say? He has the key to my heart. He knows just what to say. I'm just a girl. All right, let's go back to Derek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Derek, I, I say all of your, I tried to do what you did. It didn't work out for me the way it worked out for you. You have a better, I guess, choice of words. 
than I do. So I, I uh, but you, you know, you've turned Shantae's attitude around. She was going around stabbing the walls here at the radio station. <laughs> I was intense. I was scared of her for a second, as far as I was going to get beat up or things thrown at me. But you, you, thank you for calming her down. I do want to say that. Um, and I try on this show to really get people to understand that men and women are differently different. We think differently, and we view the worlds differently, and that. From a male's perspective, with you two women on the show, I try to provide some type of understanding of how the male mind works, of that we can see all the big booty chicks in the world, but I'm with you. I'm not with them. And I think that's something that I I hope that you guys can learn to understand that if we wanted to go be with the big booty chicks, we would go be with them. But the fact that we continuously work through the conflict in our relationships with you stay and not leave um, because we haven't given up on our relationships is, is it should be a sign to you that we love you. That's a sign of our love. Are you staying? I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you on that question. Are you staying because you really do love me or you just don't want to hurt me and you're feeling guilty? Well, I, I would think that we're all at a point right now to where we, are staying because we love, not because of emotional insecurities in my life. With me kind of separating and putting space between me and my girlfriend, I had to let her know that there were things that she's doing that I'm not going to put up with. Mm -hmm. I love you and I care about you, but you don't have free reign over me to treat me any which way that you feel like because I value my emotional and mental health that I've worked very hard on. and I'm not going to say over the relationship, but just as high as the relationship. And if I'm conceding to your point and I'm trying to do what you want and you're still inflicting emotional damage on me, I have to remove myself out of that because I can't control you. I'm not going to beat you in the submission. I'm not going to yell at you to stop. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm going to do what all I can do, which is remove myself out of the situation Hopefully we can come to some clarity, but if we can't, then maybe we should, it should, this is the point where we need to move you, on. You know how you said men and women should listen to one another. I think that if a woman wants to hear something very specific, you should say exactly what she wants to hear to make this, her feel comfortable. And this like, is communication because is, right. I don't I don't know what it because I've asked the question. What do you want to hear? Right, exactly, and that's good that you're asking. You know, what is it that you want to hear? Like, I want to talk to Shantae's husband real quick. Shantae, I mean, Shantae says, what, what, I'm sorry, what's Derek, your husband? Derek. Derek. Okay, Derek. So you said Shantae's your world, but I'm sure she wants to hear. Um, yes, you're my world, but you're also my fantasy. I think hearing those words um, would bring a lot of um, calmness to her. That That's what – I think she knows that, you know – She's your world. But I think she also wants to really be your fantasy. Now, That's I'm, a I, big I, deal. This is Derek's mind speaking right now before Derek's mouth speaks. Shantae is my fantasy. And she knows why. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Derek minds out. Yes, Derek, what do you want to say? I'm sorry. Your mind was speaking. All right. So let me let me just say none of us are perfect. Yeah. Um, and I constantly tell Shantae I am working on words of affirmation because that is what she's big on. Um, and it, it's a it's a constant thing for me. And it, if I can give her that, yes, that will that will be the thing. Um, but I, I'm not good at that. 
um, I'm good at showing you. I'm good at actions. And I, I tell you, I tell you, there's plenty of guys out there that are gonna tell you everything you want to hear, but you turn around and they're gonna do everything you didn't want them to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing everything that you know I'm supposed to do, um, and I'm working on a you know words of affirmation. Yeah, I think we're all works in progress, and I think that the fact, and I think this is another point for people to look at in your relationship if your mate says i'm a work in progress and i'm working it's wonderful it's bad it's it that is a sign of let me back up let me give him room or to breathe let me give him room to work this out instead of constantly being down their throat regardless of this is a man or woman you know what i'm saying and relationship wise in, in conflict resolution in your relationships if your partner is working give them room to work and fail and mistakes if they cost, but if they're if they're moving forward towards you, they may not be a hundred percent perfect on it. But you got to give them room to kind of trip a little bit. What you know he, what I'm saying? What he just said was absolutely beautiful. I, I loved exactly what he said, and I agree with him because um, I think actions do. To me, I think actions speak louder than words. They do, but I also love to hear the words. But the fact that he's very aware. He's spot on. He to me, he's amazing. So yeah. I'm glad that your that we girlfriend talk to him. Krista thinks you're amazing. Yes, Derek. I am. <laughs> yes, he's I amazing. Am. <laughs> I love what he said. Your girlfriend Krista over here thinks you're amazing, Derek. Well, I'm going to try to be more Thank like you. her. No, no, Krista's crazy. I don't think that's a whole. Oh yeah, no, cra- no, no. I'm I'm really crazy. You it's know, a whole other crazy over here. Yeah, yeah. but I'm all loving. All right, Derek. Um, I'm glad I could fix your relationship. I think. I don't. I can't. I cannot uh, uh, co-sign the next twenty-four hours because anything could happen. You could walk on a leaf, and all of a sudden, you hate the planet. So, all right, Derek, uh, be be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Oh well, that was nice of him, right? Uh, James. I told you guys, he's got. He's um, he's a really good dude. James. Let's go to James. Well, I appreciate you recognizing that. What's going on, James? I tell him that all the time. How you guys? How are you guys doing this evening? Well, we hanging barely by a thread. I don't know about our home life, though. So. I, 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 I see that, John. That's Skipper? why I'm here. <laughs> I, I am here to bolster your resolve. Yes, I'm here to support you as your wingman. Hey, thank you. Now, if our women, and I'm just saying all women, yeah. would look at us and see what we do instead of always wanting to feel what we do or think what we do, our lives would be a lot better. You are a quiet taste, like I said yesterday. And your job is to say sometimes outlandish things, not to be hurtful to others or to my significant other, but just to say they to get people to respond. That's part of your job. Yeah. So for them to take it seriously, regardless of what you do at home, they should always see what I do. Let your eyes and my my physical being show you what I'm about. So don't think about the mental. Because women think so much of mental and feeling emotions that they don't they don't let their eyes or brain see what's really happening. Yeah, I think I think the things the that I, I think well, I think we place value in different things. I think that men place value in our actions and, and and the things that we do for our partners, and women place value in the things that you say and and the things that you uh, look at. And you know what I'm saying. And I think that's that's where we have to kind of learn each other's language at the end of the yeah. day. Hey, James, thank you for hanging so, on. Tell, yeah, go ahead. Right, you can 
you can tell women, you can say anything, but it, it's not happening if it's not tangible. If you can't see it or touch it or, even, or you know, feel it, your words is not always going to be what you want. It, hearing it may not happen. Yeah, well, I think but women want to women want to feel good when they have conversation with their man and interact with them, and they want to. There's an energy there that I think they're looking for, and I think we as men have to be better at giving them the energy that they need. But it's very hard because sometimes that energy causes us to do things that are um, difficult for us to do, and there's a slow learning curve of learning that. And so you have to give we us. We are men. We are men. You have to give us time to kind of we soften ourselves up for you. Let us be men. Let us be men. Yeah, but but no, and but it will all work out. <laughs> <men>. <laughs> well, we be, yeah. we have to. You got to give us time to soften ourselves for you in a way that That's you what, what you need. And so you got to give me a minute for that. You cannot beat me down every time I walk into a pothole or a landmine as a, as a save that triggers you and you also have to learn on controlling your triggers at the same time too that's something that that's that that's the message for women that they need at the end of the day is control things that trigger you and learn right. to choose the battles you know what i'm saying not, goes for you guys not a, absolutely not everything is world war three or call of duty and uh, we're fighting it out in the gulag i don't want to be in the gulag with right. you i want to be a team player i want you to have my six right can you get my six? Okay. All right. All right. Thank yep. you. Uh, thank you, James. Uh, let's go to <laughs> Ignite. Uh, no, no. Hold on. Hold on, Ignite. Uh, Ignite, Valerie, Sean, and JW. I'm going to get to you guys. We, we Let's try to stay on time before I forget and move into Zoe's show uh, another day. It's KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, 80. where truth prevails. truth prevails. The tricky station is down the dial. Find a righteous range, and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, let's get to uh, let's get some of these phone calls out the way. Let's get to ignite. We're uh, you know we're dealing with conflict resolution today in uh, in relationships, uh, and uh, you know we've kind of given you two um, personal examples of things that uh, we're going through on this show in our own personal lives. Which you know we don't. I don't mind bringing it up occasionally. You don't hear the whole thing, but ignite. What's going on with you? Um, greetings, everyone. Good evening. I just wanted to tap in on a couple of yes. things. Yes. Um, even with the, to even start with what the last caller said, um, when he's like, you know, we're not men, allow us to be men. Okay, and we're women, right? And if you want a softness or a certain, if you want your woman to bask in her feminine energy, then you have to give her a reason to be feminine. Yes. You cannot constantly put her in situations to where she has to defend herself because that's when her masculine energy steps out. And when she's basking, mm. when she's masculine energy comes up, she cannot give you what it is that you need. And if you want... Uh, if you want a loving woman that's not going to be quote unquote nagging, right? Which is something I, I myself cannot relate to. My husband and I, our issue is that I don't nag. I'm not the one calling where you at, who you with, what are you doing? And so for in early in our situation, it was something, it was different for him because I'm I'm the masculine energy. He's the feminine energy. He's a Virgo. I'm a Sagittarius. That's so me. Oh, no. oh. I'm more- Happy birthday, sis. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday! Mine's is next Monday. Come on, Sag, sis. But I come with a lot of fire. Yeah, we do. A lot of fire, but 
But at the same time, my fire is understanding. I knew my husband for 20 years before we crossed that line. Mm. And one of the first things he said to me was, I ain't shit, but I know how you make me oh, feel. Yeah. And so that allowed, that gave me, that made me, that put me in a space where I had to make a choice. Mm. And I decided that I was going to let him be him mm. and grow into it. You know what I'm saying? And 10 years later, I'm that's great. Well, you know, yeah, I, I, I want to listen. I want to point out something you just said. Grow into, yeah. because I think yeah. that's some, that's a very important thing. If you care about the person you're with, you yeah. have to grow into each other, and that takes time. And there's going to be some kind of conflict in 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 your relationship as you guys grow into each other. And it's and, good. It's you should recognize that, give it grace, yeah. and not jump down the other person's throat with that. Just in general. Right. And, 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 and if someone, and if you're feeling like somebody is jumping down your throat, picking up and leaving does not solve that either. No. That is, and so, yes. So, yes, she's going to compare you to her father because that is the man in her life that loves her, that is unconditionally loves her. So, who else is she supposed to compare you to? And if, and, and, and it's not to say, it's not to say that you have to be him. However, that is her, that is her, her prototype. No, no, no. What do you, what are, what are your suggestions to do if I feel I'm being badgered for three days on end? What are your suggestions? After, See, after, you know after, yes, hold on, hold on. After I've acknowledged, after I've conceded, after I've said I'll do a better job, still continue to be badgered, what do you think yeah. I should do? And you know what? Because that's a part of allowing her to grow through something as well. You have to be mindful of where you're making her insecure. If she already has insecurities, she already is not confident. She already has these things. She just said her mom called her fat her whole life. And then here you come, just, just big up the total opposite of what she is. So that's a, you're you're triggering her. You cannot tell somebody to control their triggers and then and then do something to trigger them. Well, so let me let me rephrase. Let me let me just clarify. I've never said anything to her specifically about her body other than I love but her. But you don't have just, to. Hold on, just listen you to me. Don't just have li- to. Just, hold on, just listen to what I'm saying. I've never, I, 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 when I look at her and I tell her, I say, I love your body. I said, I don't see a body. I see a human being that I am in love with. That's what I see when I look at you. All right? Now, she gets triggered by things that are said on the radio while I'm doing this show. And I've asked her not to and listen. That's on numerous she days. should not listen. I've asked her she not to listen. not listen if it. She should not listen if it is a problem because that is that is a part of that insecurity and that is something that she needs to work on. Because at first I was like, oh hell no, hell no. Then I was like, oh dang yeah, okay, I get it. You know, because no, nobody deserves to have to hear something over and over again. I don't want to hear. That's again, I cannot relate to the nagging thing, to the constantly yeah. bringing something up. Once the said is done, if we have the conversation, we come to a mutual agreement, leave it alone. We're not going to keep talking. Like you know, especially if you are actively working on not doing it, and I. And, yeah. you know, and I can see that. However, you are on the air. And so when it comes to your radio show, that should be off limits for her. If she has an issue with listening to the show and then want to constantly say that, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, because this is your job. And so telling you what you can and can't talk about, but, I, you know. But Ignite, I, even with that, I take it into consideration and, you know, and, and work towards giving her what she needs it's a it's it's not like i know what i'm going to say before i say it it's my brain working and i'm riffing off the top of my head uh my head so uh, a lot of times i'm good at it sometimes i'm not <laughs> and and 
And that is why she should refrain from listening to the show until she is in a more secure place. Right. Because I can understand, right? Because and because that that is where she needs to take accountability for who she chooses to be and what she allows, what she puts herself in the middle of, so that way she has to be triggered, right? That's yeah. that's another side of it as well. Putting something in her face that and you're forcing her to be mindful of it is one thing, but her logging, listening in, knowing good and damn well what could possibly come up, then she's putting herself in that situation. So I can definitely understand, right? Where, yes, and, and saying that, oh, no, I'm going to show you what I'm not going to take. You know, it does work on both ends because when somebody else is showing you what is their way of showing you what they're not going to take, yeah. right? I, so. I feel you, Ignite, thank you. Thank you, and good luck on your uh, kudos. I, I toast you and your relationship. Keep working on it. I appreciate that. Thank All you right. so thank much. Thank you. All right, yes. bye-bye. All right, Ignite the Yes. Uh, Miss Amici Tamara, yes, you're back on the air with us. What's going let, on? You Let me let me explain to you why this hurts. Okay. Why this hurts. And I'm, I hurt like every day I hurt yeah. dealing with you. Because I love you head to toe. I have no conditions. You don't have to change anything about you. I love everything about you. Mm-hmm. And when you are a woman, men don't love everything about you. Mm. Your belly is fat. Your butt is not big enough. Mm. Your face doesn't look right, Mm. whatever. And my boyfriend makes it very clear when he's on the air that I am not the prize. I hear that. I hear that. And we'll work on that. How about that? We'll work on making you the prize on the air. How about that? And I thought I lost you when you left and you took everything out of my house and you left my kids and my children cried. My daughter cried. I thought you had left and I had felt like it was a celebration that you were back. That's why I cooked. And I thought my man is back and we're back together and we had a beautiful moment and you celebrated what the world celebrates in the United States and America, which is white women. Well, that is, um, instead of me, that is some trauma that, that is some trauma that you have. No, um, that is that's some trauma that a lot of black women okay, have. Okay, well, okay, that's because it could have been okay. you saying, "I'm glad I'm home. I'm glad I'm with her. I'm glad yeah. I'm with somebody that I love. I'm glad I'm mm-hmm. with someone who loves me." Uh, Instead, you chose white women, which so many black men and men do, which is choose white women. Well, I'm choosing over you. Us. I'm choosing you now. How about that? Is that good enough? Hmm? Would you like a Wakanda parade to the house? I can bring the flower girls and we could do a whole little dance outside to show you that I choose you because I love you. No? All right. I just, I just thought that I was going to have something different. And I All, right. All right. Hold on. I'm sorry. Miss Amici's. Miss Amici's Tamara is sad. We'll try to work through this. We'll get to your phone calls. Amir, I see you. Sean, JW. We're going to get to all of it when we come forward. 800-920-1580. We're, this is an action-packed show called Conflict Resolution today. 
It's KBLA Talk for 1080. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's go to Rico Suave in Los Angeles. Rico Suave, how are you? Yeah, how are you? Good, man. Good. This is the first time I've actually called into a show, but... um, and I enjoy your show. I listen to it every day. I appreciate you. Look, Let me know um, I'm doing my job. I hear you, man. I hear you. So I just want to offer just my point of view. Yeah. Um, I don't know all of the details, yeah, yeah. but I have heard, uh, I hear your lady's pain. Yeah. And since I've been married at least twice for a number of years, uh, first time 29, the second time and still going strong 15 uh, as a man, I think sometimes it's best just to listen, yeah. not make any comments, just listen. And then once you've heard what your lady, your wife uh, have had to say, yeah. and then put it in the action to try to defend oneself um, is, is would be useless. I think the best thing to do, just my observation listening to you, it's just to listen, find out exactly what her needs are, where the pain is, and then put it in action to make it better. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think I think uh, that I think that I have done that. Um, my issue with her was the the consistent badgering of once I can see I to, once I can see to your point, and there has to be some 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 respect on her end, and this is not just just for her but for for in relationships in general that when you address an issue with your partner and they say i'm going to do better i'm going to fix it and i recognize right. where and i've heard you that for you right. to keep going on over and over and over is counterproductive and it it I there's agree. only so much of that an individual can take for me my limit was two or three days of that and i was like i got to put an end to this because we are at an impasse here, and I've got to create space because sure. I can't allow you to keep sure. treating me like this. But for other people, it may be different. For some people, they may not even do that issue. And there are things going on in my relationship that you are not hearing about that I'm not going to talk about That's true. that contribute that, no, are, and con- I, that are contributing and I to a lot of that. this. And so, you know, so it's it's a, it, you know I, I put it on there because I, I it, it a lot. I'm not the only person going through relationship issues in life, and that's. My whole goal with my career right. radio is always to be an authentic individual on the air and give you as much as I can give you about my life to, to and, sure. and try to work things out in front of you as to give knowledge right. and then also look for input because we're all learning every single day from one another. And that's the whole purpose of this show. Yeah. How much information can I give you? And, and what can you, Enrico, and I appreciate sure. you contributing to the show. What information can you give us? And I think that was great information of sometimes being sure. quiet. And just listening and letting right. your partner just get it all out. I think that's great. Get it all out. And Don, though, it might take two days. It might take, just from my personal experience with my own woman, yeah. it might take two days. It might take three days. Yeah. But I'm telling you, my brother, patience is the key. Oof. Let her get it out. It may, not, it may take more than two days. It may take five days. Rico, I got the patience of Job, but out. even Job is like, man, I, you a better man than me. I feel you. I hear you, bro. But if you love this, if you love this woman, absolutely. If you love this woman, love her to death. Let her get it out. Let her get it out. Let her get it out. But continue 
to adhere to her needs, continue to love on her in spite of of the uh, what do you call um, badgering, harping on uh, yeah. badgering. Thank yeah. you, badgering on the issue. If you love her, just be patient, my brother. That's all I want to say. I got you. I appreciate Obviously, you. whatever whatever has happened, whatever has happened has caused her some severe pain. And um, I don't want to generalize on all women, but yeah. at least the women I've had in my life, you know, it, it, some women, not all, some women can be very emotional. But whatever had happened has caused her some severe amount of pain. Well, and also, it's going to take her a little time to get it's going to take her some time to get over. I also realize that we, as individuals, we all bring previous trauma to relationships that... That is correct. As partners of people that you care about, you we must give grace right. to and allow correct. and love through the, the trauma that we uh, right. see inside. That is you know, And so that that is something that I just want to put out to, to everybody, is that your partner's never going to be perfection. Because, you know, no. they're, they're not in living in your mind, but give them grace. And if they love you, they will listen to you and you'll see the changes through actions right. over time. Love her through it, Don. That's all I'm going to say. Love, all right, Rico. Her through, love her through the pain. I appreciate right? you, man. All right. Thank you. Let's go to Sean, who's been hanging on patiently in Oakland. What's going on, Sean? Well, hey, everybody. Uh, you know, first of all, I want to say to Sean Kay, um, well, Krista, hello, had great advice earlier. Uh, Sean Kay. Um, I, I'll tell you what, I, I'm really impressed with Derek because I know people think, oh, you know, it's so easy to call a radio show and, and talk about, you know, I call in for 30-plus years and, and I get butterflies every time. But when you're calling in talking about something like that, it's a lot harder. So I just want to say to your husband that what he did was pretty amazing to me, you know, because it's not that easy, you know, calling in. And then, Don, you know, I mean, regarding um, your situation, you know, I have no solutions. You know, I've been married a long time, been through everything. I made so many mistakes, man. I, I've never cheated. My better half's never cheated. But besides that, hell, I think I've made all the mistakes. But I've heard you say something in the past about, um, uh, you know, the love languages. And I, in book club, I read that book. I can't remember it had to have been the early 2000s, but I do remember a lot of it. I don't remember the guy's name, but, um, you know, I don't know exactly what your love languages are, but I, I would say this, um, you know, from hearing you on the air and stuff like that, that maybe affirmation, maybe service, maybe physical touch. You may be multilingual in the love languages, which is what my guess would be, because my wife and I did this exercise mm -hmm. um, after I read the book. And, you know, um, you know, you could also be something totally different, but maybe your wife with affirmation, with physical touch. And I, I have well, she, only this thing. She's definitely oh, she's definitely physical touch. You know, the hardest thing I do for okay. my, my girl that I don't like doing is I sit through rom-coms with her because that's what she loves. She Ooh. loves romantic comedies. Yeah. That is the hardest thing as a man to do, to sit through uh, the next day. Um, uh, sex in the city of the movie uh, about last night. I mean, do you know how hard it is to sit into a movie where nobody's shooting each other? No, or there's no there's no aliens coming down. There's no terror. You oh. don't have your heart jumping out of your chest. You oh my god, I, th it is extremely difficult to sit through these yeah. rom com. It's hard, but I sit through yeah. them. I sit through them high, okay. but I sit through them. 
Well, well, let me tell you something. Sit through the English patient and talk to me. Oh, I my mean, God. They, I, look. That was a great I movie. Totally yeah, to you. About. That was it amazing. Is, great yeah, what, what was the, the great English movie? English patient was amazing. What was the great movie to me? Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Well, I agree with that, too. All I right. love Terrifier and Terrifier 2. All right, all right. Both. So the English patient, I sat through three times. The first time I, I really was, whoa. I think I ought to get the, uh, you know, the Ameri- you know, some metal. But what I'm saying is, it's all worth it, Don. Well, at least find me it's a movie that I can watch. At least like the Notebook was like was had beautiful. some science fiction to it, and I can roll with that. That was a good movie. Chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate was sexy. I, I don't know chocolate. What it was is a good that? one. Is that is there science fiction in there? Is no. somebody getting? Is there alien? No, there's no you alien. Like notebook. Stuff. The notebook did no have aliens. no alien in there. No, the, wait, the, wasn't the notebook the movie where she kept reading the notebook and the get the guy kept appearing through time? Or oh no, that was a time traveler's wife. Oh, that's probably yeah, what that was. Yeah. Okay. No, no, the not the notebook. The time traveler's wife. Great love story. Had a little science fiction to it. I was like, I can deal with this. We're going through time <laughs> in different spaces. All right. The Notebook was not that. Okay, no, no. no the maybe. Beautiful. Okay, maybe time travel was white. Was about a guy with dementia yeah. and still hold. No, the, yeah. the, the wife, woman, had, the wife dementia, had dementia and she, he wouldn't leave her. Yeah, it was. Beautiful. He said, "I don't care. That's my wife. That's my life. Yeah. It's me and her to the end." Oh, maybe I need to watch that. I'll what never, I'll never stuff? leave your you mom. You like some funny stuff? What was that? I was just sorry. I didn't. What about funny stuff? Uh, she she likes comedy, but she loves rom com. She likes she likes the sensitive okay. things of things. So like, why did I get married? Is that a rom com? It's funny. I don't know if that's it's, a rom com. I like that one. Funny. I, I love like that. that. Why did I get married too? I mean, yeah, it, she she loves Sex and the City. That's her favorite Man, film. Me and and you know what? That movie hits home on so many different levels, from fashion to the emotionalness of relationships to finance, money, and then socialite life. It whoever wrote that. Just watching it the other day, I'm like, they are hitting home, and they're very in sync with the audience that is watching this mm-hmm. because it, it encapsulates so much stuff of what women like, from from relationships to fashion to marriage to single life, to and, and they do a good job of just nuance on it. I don't understand the rom-com for me as a woman. because I don't like romantic comedies. I watch once in a while. I just think they're so... Um, out of reach and out of touch and not it's realistic. Fantasy. It's fantasy. And it bothers me because I'm like, I wish life could be like that. And it's a big downer for me because I realize life is not, not like that. Yeah, it's fantasy. I can't watch it. It's fantasy to a certain extent yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, I, yeah, go ahead real right. quick, Sean. I, well, no, I was just going to say, you know, I, I'm always one who just want to watch silly comedies. You know, I'm old, so I mean, this time of the year, I'm watching, you know, Christmas Vacation, Caddyshack. You know, I'm watching uh, the Pentaveret. If you haven't seen that on Netflix with Michael Myers, it's hilarious because it's all about these secret societies that don't really exist, but people do think they do. Anyway, it's pretty funny. I mean, sometimes just do that. Take a gummy with that. I think you'll find yourself cracking up. All right. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. Let's get to the man who sparked this whole conversation, J.W. If it wasn't for JW, <laughs> we probably wouldn't even have this conversation on the air. Your boring phone call triggered all two days. Well, well, well Don, I'm gonna be the solution to the problem. Okay, I'm listening. First of all, first of all, your relationship will be successful and everything will work itself out. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I can sense and feel and realize genuine love you have for her as well as she has for you. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is you just made a comment about sitting through a boring movie 
that you don't like, but you do it for her. That's true, genuine love. When you come out of self and you care about the other person Mm -hmm. and you're considerate of them, that's what you call real love because you love that person enough to put them before you. And also, love is long. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> well, this is romantic. It is romantic. It, it is romantic. Hold on. I got I don't even know where this is coming from. Oh, wait. I, I think. Wait, wait. Allow me to finish making my, my point before the time expires. I don't know how to stop it. Let me just pull that out. There we go. I'm like. This, this is real, real information. In fact, my brother, what was I that? admire your confidence. I said this is real good information. In fact, that I'm about to share with you. Yeah, I admire your confidence. I admire that you're not an insecure person, even though you're making her feel insecure because of the triggers. And I admire your genuine concern because you're making an effort. You want to change yourself, and she loves you as well because she did something that was hard. She called in on the show, yeah, yeah. and she don't like to expose her secrets, man. You know, she don't want to expose her, air her dirty laundry in public. Yeah, well, pr- you guys will make it. You guys will. Be- well, I appreciate. Listen, JW, thank you for call- for calling in. I appreciate that. I didn't drift off during this phone call, and I appreciate your positive words. Okay. All right. You're All right. Welcome, talk to you later, man. All right. Now, more of this conversation. Remember, we get the last word when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk. We may be LA's newest talk station, but when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. And we don't black down. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, Roger, real quick before we get to Melrose, uh, I'll give Melrose the last word. Yes, Roger. Hey, my brother. I know you're a Virgo, right? Yes, yeah, I am a Virgo. Okay, I'm a Virgo, too. Look, there's so much of that stuff we can take, man. We will bend over backwards. We will, we will bow, and just like you said a moment ago, you, you look at movies that just chokes you in the throat. So, look, <laughs> you, you're doing the right thing, brother. If, if she can't get a book on astronomy and figure out how Virgos work, you know, uh, God bless you, man. So I'm on your side. I don't care what Well, we're very we're, – we as Virgos are kind of like black and white, you know. We're very, like, in or out. You know, there's no. It's hard for us to do the middle ground type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you, brother. So I'm on your side. So she, as she's listening to this conversation, step back, baby. You got a good guy there. All right. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, Roger. Let's get to Melrose, Larry Green, with the last word. Melrose, what's going on? Uh, Don, I'm at the piano right now, and I've written a little something. I want your girlfriend to hear. I would love to hear I'm it, playing- Melrose. I would love to hear it. What's her first name? Rachel? Tamara. Tamara. Tamara, okay. Tamara like camera. It rhymes with camera. Oh, camera. This is your friend Melrose, Larry Green. I want to tell you, camera. Tamara. Not camera. Tamara. Come on. Camera. Oh, camera. Yes. Oh, camera. 
This is your friend, Melrose Larry Green. I want to tell you, Don loves you. He loves you. You are his everything. Oh, Tamara. <laughs> you got to understand, he's just here to entertain losers like me. <laughs> 30 years I've been on radio. <laughs> this dude loves you. You're his everything. Oh, Tamara. Not Tamara. Uh, Tamara. All right. All right. All right, Meryl. Meryl, thank you so much. I appreciate you, man. Love you. I love you. Have a great day. I love you. Uh, I think we've gotten to it, the end of the show here. Very action-packed show. Um, I hope you learned something today. Uh, I did. Shantae's a big old softie. Well, no, I, I know it was it was nice to see a difference. I, I already know you're sweet, but I saw an emotional side of you. I love that. And I saw a very loving, sensitive side of Don that I never thought I would see. I'm a, what are you talking about? That's who I am. Hmm. I'm a very sensitive individual. Maybe with other people, but I, I haven't seen that. I've, I, I, it was nice to see that. I'm always I'm nice to you. I've called you for 20 years and checked on you and made sure you're OK. And what? Oh, I tell you, I'm man. Very demanding. No, so, what, no, no. Know, what it is is that you, I you. The one thing I, I have, I, I bring this up a lot. The one thing I, my, my one gripe with the women that I've dealt with is always about what have you done for me today, not the history that I've created with you over time. It's always, you're not doing this today. <laughs> How dare you? I want to be the fantasy that you double tap on. Well, go create an Instagram account and put sex pictures on her so he can double tap on her. I have lots of sexy pictures on my Instagram account. He didn't think they were sexy. <laughs> he did it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He You're said, a- meh. <laughs> wow. Your husband, hard. He hard. <laughs> Why, look, why don't you do this? Why don't you... I think he doesn't see me that way. In about, in about a year or so, why don't you create like a a nudie magazine for your husband? That's all you. Oh, that's cool. He would absolutely hate that. <laughs> right? You just create this nudie magazine and, and call it uh, um, uh, Sean Tail. I like try to like dance for him sometimes. Okay. All right. <laughs> and he just like. What are you doing? Not like a he lap dance? Out, he's, yes. The he game. just like shakes his head and moves me out of the way like please stop. Baby, I'm, I'm in the gulag. Please. I have to oh get out of the gosh. I have to get out of the gulag. He says, baby, please stop. Please don't. <laughs> the voice of reason up. I hope I didn't steal too much thunder from his show because he usually covers relationship stuff. I, we spent way too much time on it today. But stop up or shut up. A deeper understanding of the importance of being a stepfather. Oh, God. Let me tell you something. That is some of the most. Yes. Stepdads do not get appreciation mm. until the kids are old. Yep. True. Stepmoms, too. Stepmoms, True. too. You do not get appreciation until those kids are adults and they can have the uh, mental, emotional maturity to reflect back and say, Damn, Realize what you did. I put this guy through a whole bunch of stuff yep. and he was there for me or she was there mm-hmm. for me. How to know about being a stepdad. True or false? More often, the question that new stepdads have are, what is my role? What are my expectations? And will they like me? Yes and no. 
I think if you're going to be a stepdad, that you have to come uh, in being a father and and taking control. Because if you allow them to try to like ease your way into it, they'll the house will run amok. Being a great stepdad is one of the most important but challenging roles in a man's life. I do concur with that. And should a stepdad discipline? I think there's a conversation for both mother and stepdad, and maybe father if he is there to figure out what discipline looks like. If father is absent, I think mother and stepdad have that conversation on what discipline looks like, and what makes a good stepfather. Well, one where we can take away the word step and just be a father. And what is the legal definition of a step parent? Well, I got all the joy of spending my money on you, but not the joy of making you. We are Don Amici versus everybody. We're Krista and Shante Carmel Blake. Yes, this week we're here Monday from 4 to 7 on your KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.